0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of A Sip of Coffee. It's a place where we talk about faith, family, fitness, and finance. My name is David.
1: And I'm Priscilla. And and we we are are The the Coffees.
0: Coffees. Listen, today's episode is going to be
1: absolutely amazing. I hope you're ready. Oh yeah, but before we get into the episode, I need you to do three things for me. Right after the episode, I need you to go and visit WeAreTheCoffees.com got it? That's wearethecoffees.com. You gotta check out the website. You're gonna love it. It's full of inspiration, encouragement, education, and empowerment. I'm telling you, it was designed specifically for you. Number two, I need for you to subscribe to the podcast. Wherever you're listening to it, go ahead and subscribe. And number three is give us a great review. All right, with that being said, let's get to it. Let's go.
0: Hey everybody, like we said, we have another great show for you today. Uh, Today, we're going to be in the area of faith and emotional and mental fitness. Specifically, we're going to be talking about the courage to start over or the courage to start something new. I'm excited about it. But as always, before we get into the show, we got an awesome quote for you today.
1: All right. So our quote for today is, Have the courage to start over, because this time, you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience.
0: That's good. That's good. And that's an
1: unknown author, but I'm going to say it again. Have the courage to start over, because this time, you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience.
0: That is so good. I think a lot of times when we think about starting over or starting something new, we don't realize that our journey that we've already experienced has put us in a position to know certain things that other people may not even know or we have what i call a life education oh yeah where we have a lot of experiences that have prepared us for something new or that has prepared us to start over you know what i mean
1: oh yeah i know exactly what you mean and i was even thinking about like the title and some people may be wondering what does this have to do with uh, mental and emotional health and I would say to you that the way that we perceive things it really uh, it really matters in how we pursue life Mm -hmm. so um, if we if we see starting over or starting something anew as Something negative because of maybe something that we experienced in the past. So say we were kids or something and we moved a lot uh, and we changed schools a lot um, and the friends that we had we couldn't keep anymore yeah, yeah. you know or you know we view it from a negative perspective then we would so dread starting anew right. because it would trigger that emotion in us an emotion of a loss Right. You know, um, instead of an emotion of um, excitement because Mm -hmm. of thinking of something that you could possibly gain, something that a journey, an adventure, Mm -hmm. uh, something like that. Some people may see it positively, but I understand how some people may fear it for uh, a negative experience or a purview uh, way that they view starting over.
0: That's good. That's good. I'm glad you brought that up because it kind of leads me into what my experience was like um in my childhood. You know, I I specifically uh had like a, what I call a love-hate relationship when it came to starting over or starting something new. Mm-hmm. And I say love-hate because I had moments where I loved starting something new because it's like, you know, something brand new is always exciting for a kid. Like yeah. We get, we get a chance to try out a new school or it's a new house or a new toy or new friends or new whatever. And the, the excitement of new, sometimes there were things that weren't as good. It just was new. So we thought it was something that was special. And so I would really like things that were new. But on the other hand, I would a lot of times hate the new start because that meant that I'm going to lose some friends or it meant that I won't be able to see my old friends or there were things that I just was used to. And I didn't want to try something new because it was scary. The truth of the matter is, even though that was my childhood, these same things have kind of creeped into my adulthood as well, where there are times where starting something new is fun and exciting. Yeah. But then there are times where it's really, really tough because of you're going to something new, but that means you might have to let something go. Hmm and that is tough. You know, that, that that's yeah. been my experience throughout my yeah. life at times. Kind of a love, you know, and not really liking it at the same time. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, I get it. I get it. The fear of the unknown.
0: The fear of the unknown.
1: The fear of the unknown. The the thing is that we're always uh growing mm-hmm. and changing. And um I remember I was preaching one time and I was talking about uh, new things and mm-hmm. talking about how, um, when we become a new age, we've never been that age before, never been, we've never lived through this season of life ever before, so it's all brand new. Yeah. And to, um, expect that we should have a level of comfort or know what's to come with that mm-hmm. is, um, it's 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 a it's a bad expectation. It's not realistic. It's not realistic. Yeah. You know, maybe I should say bad, but yeah, it's it's unrealistic mm-hmm. and I think we should cut ourselves some slack. Right. In that because um, it's a, it's an adventure. Mm-hmm. You're getting re- you're 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 growing and you're learning. We're getting to know ourselves more and more because we change you nope. know anything that's alive mm-hmm. is growing that's right and it's changing and um i think that as we grow and live and change that we experience new things all the time And um, maybe we should start embracing that a little bit more. I want that to be a goal of mine, you know, to uh, look forward to new experiences and to embrace new things because there's so much good in that. Even if you go through something tough, Mm -hmm. you I mean, we learn.
0: That's right. You do learn. Absolutely. And I think that like what you just said, I think is huge. And, and, And those who are listening, please hear this. You talked about embracing it. I think that when we embrace it, it helps us to enter into it with the right attitude. Mm-hmm. And when I look back over my life, how many times did something not start off that great because I didn't embrace it or have the right expectation or the right attitude when I was entering into it? And and I'm sure many of you all have experienced that where something started off rocky, not because it it had to start off rocky. But we went into it with the wrong attitude or with unhealthy expectations or, you know, kind of with a pessimistic attitude or whatever. And the truth is, a lot of things, uh, when it's introduced or when uh, you're introducing it, a lot of times the beginning points of it is going to be successful because of how it was introduced. Oh, yeah. And that, I believe, is tremendously important, you know?
1: Yeah, it's kind of like learning how to walk. (laughs) Right, 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 right. If when we were kids, if we were when learning how to walk, if we decided I'm not going to try this anymore or I don't want any parts of it because I keep falling, I keep falling, <laughs> <laughs> I, keep falling. I right. bump my head, I bruise my arm, yep. you know, uh, I'm not going to do this anymore, then we would it would be a problem
0: right. well which is the genius of kids because kids will try stuff that adults won't try they like because it's like the less they know the more they can do and us we know so much so we have so many more things to fear
1: yeah. and kids
0: are like i'll try it again like yeah. i fell i'll try it again you know
1: yeah that's the that's the thing right they failed, they hurt themselves they cried and they got back up and did it again yes. they're resilient I think we have a lot to gain from looking at the resilience of a child, you know, mm-hmm. their, their heart is so hopeful. They mm-hmm. want to move forward. Yep. They're just going to keep on going, yep. you know, no matter what. It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It is. Even when it
0: comes to like them asking us for something, when kids are little and you're like, oh no, I don't think we're going to be able to do that. They're like, please,
1: mm-hmm. please.
0: They're mm-hmm. like, we hope this is going to happen. <laughs> so we're not going to give up, you know? <laughs> Uh, I want to go here really quick uh, because I talked about a little bit about my childhood a little bit, but I wanted to kind of hit on like our marriage a little bit. Like, okay. cause I said my, a lot of things happened in my childhood kind of mirror certain things that happen as an adult, just in a different way because I'm more mature. Uh, but when I look at our marriage, we had a lot of new beginnings. Oh yeah. We had a lot of start over points. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like. And for some people, when as soon as they hear it, they're like, "Ooh, that sounds negative," but it's not. No. It's actually a great thing. And I always tell you, and I think you tell me the same thing, that I have just absolutely enjoyed this journey with you. This journey of new beginnings and starting over stuff. Yeah. Oh man, it's been it's been the greatest life ever. Yeah. It's been phenomenal.
1: <laughs> God's hand is definitely. Um, on our life and I believe he gives us the grace absolutely gives us the grace to start over mm-hmm. to start anew, to start new projects uh different things that he calls us to and I think the thing that excites us and pushes us forward in pursuing mm-hmm. those things is vision
0: yeah vision yeah that's true that's true. You know what I mean. Yeah.
1: Vision—it just stirs us up. Yes. It just gets us so excited. We're so hopeful. We're ready to to just plow ahead um, when we have vision. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the scriptures say, "Without vision, the people perish." That's right. You know, so with having vision for that next place, we're delving into. Uh, it's exciting. I believe, you know, that's what really pushes us
0: mm-hmm.
1: is just dreaming yeah, and, and having vision.
0: And, you know, a lot of times we're just a lot of times we're minding our own business and doing what we've been doing. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, we're set. We got this thing figured out. And then all of a sudden, God in his infinite wisdom and him knowing exactly what we need at the right time. We'll just download something in the hard drive of our heart and be like, this is what you need to do, you know? And it's like, that's where that vision comes in. And all of a sudden we write it down. Yeah, We start talking about it. Yeah. We start dreaming. Yeah. And then pretty soon we start planning. Yeah. And then pretty soon it's like, walk it out, walk it My out, walk it out, walk it guy. out, walk it out, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's exciting. It is. Uh, but then I, I experienced the difficulty In moving and trying something new, in this last big move that we did, Mm -hmm. this last fresh start when we came from Minnesota to North Carolina, I was like, "Whoa!" I felt like I was experiencing fear and loss, like, like loss, like never before. I kind of grieved some, yeah, me too, um, because I was like, even before we left, when when the call first came from God my heart just, I would get in the shower and cry (laughs) because I was thinking all of this I'm not going to have at my fingertips anymore. Like I'm not going to have the friends, the family that's right here with me right right right. here and um, ministry and things that we had built.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: We had built ministry and a life And just had grandchildren and all of that stuff right there Mm -hmm. in Minnesota. So it just kind of seemed like this is it, you know? (laughs) And then God, here you come, the Lord stirring stuff up, you know? (laughs) And I think I agree so much because I knew that it was God. And um, obviously we're going to obey God because that's that's, that's our desire to, to just... To live a life that's pleasing to God, to love people well, and to do, I mean, I I wouldn't feel as if I was living a full life if I didn't really step out and do what was in my heart to do. Right. So that was a Mm no-brainer for me that we were going to move forward, but it was also very perplexing.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes.
1: It was also very perplexing. Yes. Yes.
0: And you, you mentioned something I think is key too. You talked about how you you could feel the loss, right? Oh, yeah. Um, but also you kind of tied it together with you were somewhat comfortable with what we had built, like our family, the yeah. ministry, like I'm enjoying this. This is great. And I love the way that um, that Dr. Darius Daniels puts it. Um, he always talks about, you know, there's nothing wrong with enjoying like where you are, mm-hmm. uh, but the way to avoid settling is to make sure that you never uh, put a period where God only wants a comma.
1: That's good stuff.
0: And so it's important that in those seasons of our life, we're like, okay, you know what? It's a comma right here, um, but it's not a period. And so there's more to come. There's more. And it is not easy, especially when you put your sweat, your tears, your prayer life, your heart, everything into something. Yeah. And then God says, okay, now it's time for something new. It's like... yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. That's a, that's tough at times, but then it's all worth it. You know what I'm saying? It
1: is. And it also is, it, it brings a picture of, it, it changes our mindsets and our hearts to realize that these people belong to God. This, uh, the gifts, the talent, the, the everything that he's given us to pour into this particular situation is all from God. Right. And God enabled us to be able to flow in this way, to build what has been built. This was his plan. This is his thing.
0: Absolutely. You know, Absolutely.
1: and our hands really should be ready to do the next work or the next thing like just even when leaving Um, and talking to people and telling them that we were going to be leaving, the thing that gave them solace as well as gave us solace was the fact that if I had not listened to God before,
0: Right. And
1: come here right. from Illinois. Exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> then
1: we wouldn't have the relationships that we have here. We wouldn't have the ministry that we have here. We wouldn't have, you know, this blessedness that we have here right now that God built through our hands mm-hmm. through our obedience. So, it kind of lit a fire of anticipation like, wow, okay, you do you did this, Lord? What are you about to do now?
0: What are you about to do now? What
1: is it that you're yes. about to unfold in my life through obedience? You're leading me, and I'm willing to follow. Yes. And so now that I've thought about it, you've done this before yeah, he's done it time before. and time again in my life, right? Mm-hmm. So I have some experience in following you. So I know that. You're always up to something good. Mm-hmm. I know that I may not see myself in that place. I may not see myself um, prospering in this arena, but if you called me to it, yes. then you're going to bless it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, and I, I think that's great. And and you said something again that really you just keep stirring me up with everything you're sharing. <laughs> all right. uh, because it it is a journey, and each time we trust God a little bit more. Yeah, right. And um, you mentioned uh, Illinois a lot of people don't realize it, but because they, they, most people knew us from Minnesota. Like, yeah. even when we started we our long? online platform, it was all about Minnesota, all about Minnesota. Right. So they don't realize that we came from Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for those who are listening, we are originally from Illinois. That's where we were born and raised
1: That's right um,
0: in Illinois. Um, and uh, listen, we had some amazing experiences there. Like, even when it comes to some of the things that we may have considered small, we had a whole bunch of like, new starts or starting over even when we were still in illinois um i remember even uh when i when before we got married uh we were able to connect because i had a starting over in my life i had been in the same church from you know when i was born at saint james for uh uh, 19 years of my life Mm -hmm. and i made the difficult yet exciting decision to go to New Jerusalem Church of God in Christ. showing up. And uh, people always joke around with me and say, you just went there to get your wife. That's you know? right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I went there and that was a new experience for me. Completely different uh, church, different denomination, yeah. um, different experience, uh, great loving people on both sides, St. Mm-hmm. James and New Jerusalem. Uh, but that was a brand new journey for me. And then uh, an- another thing is I went from single to being married, Shown to having up. kids. And, up. man, like... <laughs> <laughs> These are and then when we're married. Yeah. I mean, what did we do then? Like we were we were already in that mode of like let's start we started uh we, we started um operating as independent business owners uh with a insurance benefits company. Mm-hmm. Um and and then out of the blue, we were working together at Willow Glen Academy
1: yeah. and we
0: started talking about the cleaning business.
1: Yeah, we started our own cleaning
0: company. And, I mean we've been on the Listen, listen, I want people (laughs) to understand our cleaning company was successful. Oh, Oh, man. Like but that was a brand new thing. It was it was something new. It was, uh, you know, it was starting over in a workforce that was unique. And because it was like it was our own. But you're responsible for everything. Yeah. You know, and so, man, you talking about like excitement and a little fear at the same time.
1: Yeah.
0: It was all there. Oh yeah. You know, what was that like for you, that journey? I, I went back to Illinois for a moment cause I wanted people to get a little context yeah. as to what we're talking about when we talk about this excitement about starting something new.
1: It's, it's, it's like we've been talking about, you know, I was thinking about a quote that we read about. It ought to be when, when you're starting something new, it ought to be a little scary and exciting, both.
0: Yeah, at the same you time. You know, yeah. at
1: the same time, and I think that that's true because if it's not scary, then you're not really stepping out there. <laughs> if, if, if it's not a little scary, yeah. if you're not sure. If you don't have any unsurety, then ah, you're not dreaming big enough. It's not big enough. You're not. You're <laughs> not really stepping out there. But when you have to kind of. You know, step out in faith and and trust God uh, with the wisdom that you have, mm-hmm. with you know all of that direction and all of that kind of stuff. It makes the journey even more exciting because the thing is that you, we can't you can't be afraid to fail,
0: right? Right.
1: You know, you can't be afraid to fall, right? That's what I want to yeah. say because it's not a failure. It you can fall, but mm-hmm. you're not failing yeah. um, because when you fall when when you have trouble when you face adversity you're growing and you're learning cuz had you never done it you would have never had the opportunity to face that you'd right. have never even known that that challenge existed now you can see a problem that you need to find an answer to
0: that is good that you is know? good
1: you know so like it may the maybe you know having that little bit of of fear or Uncertainty, right, 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 is I think it's a healthy thing. It's a good thing, mm-hmm. you know, along with excitement for the vision of where you're going, um, excitement for the journey. That's right. the thing. Excitement for the journey, instead of all always imagining ourselves at the end, at the finished product. Right. This is it. This, this is where I'm going. This right, is where right. this is where I want to be. But Understanding that you have to go through a journey a to process, get there, yeah. you have to go through a process to get there, and that's the exciting part. Mm-hmm. If it were not for the process, the in the end destination wouldn't be so rewarding.
0: Exactly, that's so true. It's kind of like uh, having uh, goals uh, with our weight mm-hmm. or with uh, education, mm-hmm. uh, and specifically, like let's take education for example. Um, when you walked across that stage. Uh, getting your master's degree. Like it was so rewarding because of the journey. Like you worked hard and the entire graduation experience was even more exciting because of the journey,
1: journey. you know, that
0: you took. So I I completely agree with that. And you said something else too about uh, failure. In my opinion, I believe that true failure only happens when you never, ever try.
1: I agree. Like,
0: because you, you may, like you said, fail or fall. Like you may Mm -hmm. have something, it just doesn't work or whatever. Um, but you land in a more intelligent place. You land in a wiser place. Ah. Like, so if you fall, you land in a better place because you know what you didn't know before. And that's great. But if you never, ever even try because you're trying to avoid failure, yeah. That's when real failure comes in because you never even attempted. That's right. You know,
1: you can't learn or you can't grow. You can't progress if you never try. Right. Right. And to be stuck in the same place, you know, that's being stagnant. That's Mm -hmm. not growing. That's not living.
0: Right. Right. And I like that because there's some people who are listening right now and they've been trying to figure out why they feel stuck or they've been trying to figure out like, man, I feel like there's more. I feel like I need to do more. Yeah, And a lot of it has to do with, uh, their lack of willingness to not start over or their, their unwillingness to, um, to not start something new. It's kind of like they want to stay safe, which, Mm -hmm. which leads me to our next area that I wanted to touch on. Um, you know, I really wanted to deal with understanding that people start over for different reasons, Yeah, you know, People start something new or start over for different reasons. Some people start over because they just want to, Mm -hmm. they want something new, right? Some people start over because they need to, it's, it's Mm -hmm. a necessity. They like, Mm -hmm. they have to, they should do it. Right. And then others start over or start something new because they feel called to it. They feel like, uh, the divine inspiration, like God is calling them to do this particular thing. And I think we've experienced all three, you know, to some degree, you know, where, uh we've experienced we want something new mm-hmm. or want to start over we've experienced a need to we needed to start mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. and we've also definitely experienced a call to like feeling absolutely. like god is calling us uh to start over you know what i mean
1: absolutely so like whatever your reason it's the same thing we have to all of us we have to be willing to to just do it mm-hmm. and to not be afraid of it you know to embrace it to embrace that change And see what comes out of it.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know,
1: Uh, one thing I can say is that doing it never, you're never stuck. Right. You know, you can always alter things. You can always revisit stuff. You can always make adjustments, but to not do anything, that's not an option.
0: Right. It's not an option. It's not an option. And even when you are in a season of standing still, and what I mean is, Um, A lot of times people will quote the verse, you know, uh, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which is great, or uh, be steadfast. But if you notice that in that particular verse, uh, be steadfast, it says be steadfast, um, immovable, always abounding. So there's in the work of the Lord. So it's kind of like in that particular verse, you see a firm standing. But you see movement There's action. at the same time. And so some, sometimes, and it sounds crazy, sometimes you have to stand still and move at the same time. And yeah. it seems weird because it's like, yeah. well, how do you stand still and move at the same time? Yeah. Stand still doesn't mean do nothing.
1: Exactly. You know, a
0: lot of times we're supposed to be in place and take our appropriate position for that season. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that we don't continue to dream and to plan and to put ourselves in a position to be able to do what's next. And sometimes, here's what's great. Sometimes you're standing still in something that is bigger, but you're moving within that which is bigger. You oh, yeah. know, and I hope you can, can, if you're listening, I hope you can kind of get a a picture of that where God is saying, I want you to remain in this, but I want you to be moving within what I have you in.
1: Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. It's like um, the world is still moving. Time is still going. So life is progressing, Mm -hmm. you know? And so we're living in life every day. You're going to go to sleep and wake back up. Go to sleep and wake back. If God allows you to... You're moving. Yes. You know, yes. life is moving. You're breathing. You know, even if you try not to, you gotta breathe in order to live. Right, right. You, you <laughs> have to do things that cause you to function to be able to live. And I think that when we become stagnant, we've made a decision to not move. Right. Right. You know, we've planted ourselves unhealthily um in a place where Like you, you always give the um, example of uh, building a tabernacle where we should be building, uh, where we should erect a tent, Mm -hmm. like staying someplace permanently when you should be moving forward. If you're in a line, you're in a line and you're, you're, uh, you're in a line for a reason, you're in a, a, a specific place. You're in line, but the line is moving forward. Even if it's moving slow,
0: right? Right. It's still moving forward.
1: It's still moving forward.
0: That's so good. That's so good. And so I think when it comes to the conversation of people doing certain things, cause they want to need mm-hmm. to, or, uh, because they feel called to one thing that I found is that there's a lot of people who are not willing to start over, uh, because they're afraid of the new thing, but they need to because they're in an unhealthy situation. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the things that I wrote down that I didn't want to forget. I said, your life is too valuable for you to stay in an unhealthy situation just because you are fearing starting
1: over. My God.
0: So many people, they need to start over. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it could be a relationship. It could be business it could be a variety of things they need to start over that's right and you can't your your life is too valuable for you to mess around and stay in an unhealthy situation just because you fear the unknown or you fear you know what's going to happen and i think that is a huge thing i mean how many people that are probably listening right now stayed in something too long yeah because uh they feared what was coming next or feared the unknown of starting something new But then they were being, you know, even tormented mentally or emotionally, you know, within an unhealthy situation, you know.
1: This is good that you would say that, because if I were coaching a person or counseling a person, I would really ask them the miracle question. I would ask them if life. If your situation was perfect when you woke up in the morning, Mm -hmm. what would it look like? What would it look like? Okay. Like, how would you know? And generally, we say things like, um, I would, I would have a job or, um, the sun will be shining bright. I will open up the curtains and turn on my favorite song. Uh-huh. Or, you know, like I would eat pancakes, which is my <laughs> favorite food. Or uh, I would be uh, living in North Carolina or right. I would be it would be tangible things. Right. Right. Uh, that can that can happen. Right. But because we're in our situation, we're so buried in our minds, in that situation, we can't see the light of day. We can't even see things being differently. And we can't imagine it. But when you ask a person a question like that, then they begin to think and they begin to dream from the smallest place. Talking Like I talked about pancakes, from the smallest things. And if they could start there, then they'll dream a little bigger Bigger, and a little bigger and a little bigger. And then they'll realize... Oh, this is tangible. I can make myself some pancakes right now. Or I can, you know, I could go outside and experience the sun right now. I could open my windows every morning and let the light come in. I've been sitting in this house in the dark for two months. I haven't even cracked the door or window. You know, if you could get a little glimpse of hope, then you could begin to dream larger and larger and larger and larger and and find out. That you're really not stuck that's right although you thought that you were mm-hmm. and you really don't have to be afraid of trying something new trying something different it's not that bad it's okay uh the biggest thing uh, you're fearing what the, you get stuck in your head mm-hmm. and fearing something it could happen, or maybe this right, won't work, or right. maybe this or that. But how will you ever know?
0: Right, right. If
1: you don't try it, right. it's never worth not trying.
0: Right. It's like this. You talked about it and getting in your own head. It's this... It's just, you know, fear being this mental picture of your demise, yeah. or a mental picture of it not working, this mental picture of you failing or this mental picture of people criticizing you, this mental picture of what everybody's going to say, you know, and all these other things that are really um, just holding you back. Yeah. And you got to say, you know what? I'm about to just, I'm about to bust out my shell. Come on. And I'm going to start fresh. I'm going to try this. I'm going to do this again. Uh, i think another thing that hinders people is when they um have become they've allowed for their comfort to lead them
1: mm. you know
0: and uh, one of the things i like to say is don't be so tied to what's comfortable that you're never willing to start over your purpose is depending on it oh wow i want to say it again don't be so tied to what's comfortable that you're never willing to start over your purpose is depending on it
1: That's good. And then realizing that our purpose is so much bigger than us. It's bigger than our comfort. It's bigger than what feels good in the moment. Come
0: on now. Talk about it. Talk about it.
1: uh, Man, sometimes you just got to make a move.
0: Yeah. And you you, wait. So you got to make a move. That move ties back to what you said when you first started talking about it. You said it's bigger than you. A lot of times we're struggling because we don't want to lose our comfort, Mm -hmm. but losing the comfort allows for us to walk into a deeper level of our purpose, which is bigger than us. And a lot of times it's tied to helping people who are actually going to benefit from us walking in our purpose. It's bigger than us. It's like sometimes we're like, oh, no, I don't want to do it. But you don't realize that somebody's blessing is tied to your obedience. Somebody's blessing is... Is tied to you walking in your purpose. It is. And there, as a matter of fact, when we look at technology, the equipment that we're using right now, uh-huh. somebody had a dream to build uh, certain things that we're operating in. The, yeah. inter- the Internet, uh, the microphones, you know, the the different apps that are that are developed and we're benefiting from somebody else walking in. Uh, what is their purpose? That's right. That's you know? right.
1: That's right. And that's the case for all of us. You know, when we dare to dream and we dare to act on our dreams, to act on what's what what's stirring in our hearts, what God's placed on the inside of us uh, that we don't know about, you know what I'm saying, that we've never done before, we might not have experience in, all of that kind of stuff. When we dare to step out and to begin to walk in our purpose, to begin to walk in the thing that is stirring on the inside of us, then other people are blessed because because of it. We are blessed, mm-hmm. but then other people are blessed because because of it, we produce fruit in our lives that's edible that other people can eat. <laughs> right. You Absolutely, know what I'm saying? Right. It's not the fake plastic fruit that you sit on the table. <laughs> it's it's edible yeah. that people um can benefit. From. It reminds me of when I, when I, when I tried to, when I actually, I didn't try, I did it. I, what, what, uh, you did, what you talking about? I planted the garden.
0: Oh yeah, you did start a yeah. garden.
1: I planted that garden. You
0: did that thing.
1: Ooh, I planted the garden from memory. Uh-huh. From remembering going out with my grandma. Uh-huh. I had the great memory. She always did a garden every year. Mm-hmm. Grandma Easter. And, um... Uh she would have us go out there and turn she'd say go out there and turn the turn the soil for me. <laughs> and so we'd be out there, you know, digging and turning the soil uh-huh. for her or whatever. So I had this great memory of that. I remember we would go out and water. I remember we would go out and help her weed, you know, stuff like that. So I'm thinking, I'm about to plant me a garden. Uh-huh. I'm going to have me some cucumbers and some, you know, tomatoes uh-huh. and all that good stuff. And so I went out there in that backyard and I dug up this whole plot. It was kind of large. Uh-huh. And I I had all of my seeds. I didn't even get the little starter plants. I started from the seed. Uh (laughs) So I dug up all that dirt and I made Uh rows and everything. And that was some work. It was work. That was some work, right? But I didn't even realize I hadn't even started the work. I went out there and planted them seeds and stuff. But then I had to go out there and water. And I had to go out there and weed. And all of a sudden, it hit me. I wasn't doing all of this. (laughs) I was a kid. (laughs) She let us help do parts of it. Uh Uh-huh. But... That was an experience. I was like, "Wait a minute! This is more more than I thought." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and many times, with you know, we're afraid of what lies on the other side of us yep. saying yes. Oh yeah. To moving forward, right? To trying something new, we're right. afraid of what's on the other side. Um, I tricked myself. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Into doing it, and I had a chance to experience right. what was on the other side of that. And although I have not done another garden yet, I think that I will. I'm yeah, pretty sure that yeah. I will, because I learned something. Next time mm-hmm. I'm gonna do a smaller one. I'm
0: gonna do a small. I'm gonna, we'll do, a, a little small, I'm gonna right. do a
1: raised garden with some fresh dirt in it.
0: <laughs> I think you, you said something that's amazing there because. A lot of times we want to know so much about what we're called to do or about what we're about to launch into. And we want all the details first. Yeah. But the truth is, if God showed us everything, we wouldn't move forward. We wouldn't do it. We would stay right where we We would be like, nope, Uh -uh. not going to do it. Because I'm going to tell you now, if I would have (laughs) known... All the things that me and you had to go through. Oh
1: my lord! When we
0: said yes to going certain places or doing certain things, or when we started certain things, no, no, no. no. I would have been like, nah, no. nah, I don't think so. I'll pass. As a matter of fact, I'd have been like, you know, I don't know if that was really God calling us. I think I, I think I might have <laughs> ate something late at night or something. I don't know if that was really God. Like I would have, we would have found excuses because the process was not always easy.
1: That's right. And
0: I'm so grateful that, that God doesn't show us everything, that uh, that he does us like Abraham, where he's like, you know, go to a land that I will show you. Like, That's right. I'm not going to show you everything now, but if you go, I will That's show right. you, you know. And so I think it's a beautiful thing. We don't thing, need you
1: know? to know every little thing. We really don't. It's in the journey. It's in the journey where we just continuing living and growing, you know. We don't need to know. It's like. Going to a psychic to say, well, what's gonna happen tomorrow, or what's gonna, right. like, why would you do that? It it destroys the journey. Absolutely, absolutely. You have to. There's nothing that can replace the journey. Nope,
0: nope, nope. And and here's the thing, and even when it comes to us, like you know, we've been in ministry a long time, and a lot of times, uh, God will use us to operate in the prophetic, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that people try to do with us is they want to, they try to treat us like we're psychics where they're like, they want to know, oh, what's coming next, what's coming next. And many times God does show us things that are to come or we're declaring what is to come and so on and so forth. But God never designed it so that uh, people would not have an experience so that they would just have all the answers and no. not have to do anything. You know, a lot of times uh, the prophetic is used to bring clarity and, and direction That's right. and to assist in that person in their relationship with God, but not to be uh, something that replaces it or no. replace the journey. No. And it's, it's, when people use the prophetic like that, it's like them taking vitamins only and not eating food
1: this oh wow you yes, know it's like absolutely it's like
0: them saying you know i'm getting all these vitamins I'm, I'm taking all these supplements but it's like they never eat any vegetables they never do anything and it's like no 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 the supplements are not supposed to replace you eating food they can't you know it's it's meant to supplement to assist that's right to help and it's really important that we realize i just thought i'd throw that in there no uh, that you, is you brought that that's up.
1: good that's good that's really good honey the way that you put that because you know sometimes we do people want to know oh i want to know you want to know all the details ahead before you even step into the adventure but you cannot replace the journey uh just with information i mean the the journey has to be lived and you have to you get you gain character yeah. in the journey oh
0: yes oh my goodness the character you you gain you build The wisdom. As a matter of fact. You
1: get wisdom
0: in the journey. Yes. There are certain things that God has prepared for us. Without the journey. But without the journey. We don't have the character to handle what he has for us. That's right. We need that building time.
1: You get a testimony in the journey.
0: Yes. You You get get a testimony. You get to see God
1: move in the journey.
0: Absolutely. God
1: bring you out of situations. God help you through situations in the journey.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to go here for a moment because I know that we probably have some listeners that are like, "Okay, I hear what you're saying, but you know, I, maybe I'm not built like that." I want to encourage you. It's not about it's not just about how you're built mm-hmm. because it's true. People have different temperaments for different things, mm-hmm. right? And different people were raised differently, and so they they have a different way of doing things. But I want to encourage you that it doesn't matter what your temperament is. It it doesn't matter uh, what your uh, childhood was like. Doesn't matter what your previous experiences were. The whole point of a new beginning is that it is a A new new beginning, beginning. you know. Mm -hmm. So it's it's about launching out. And I want to encourage you and inspire you and tell you, you can do it. Like you can do it. I want to say it again. You You can can do do it. it. And like you said earlier, you mentioned this uh, when we were um, just prepping for the show. You said, don't be afraid to launch out into something new. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. You can't be. You can't be afraid to launch out into something new because uh, launching out into something new, it just opens up your eyes to a whole new world of experiences that you would not have had you not tried something new new, something different, because all you, know you know. mm-hmm. all you know
0: is what you know. All you know is what you know.
1: All you know is <laughs> what you know, but you'll never learn anything different. You'll never grow if you don't try something new.
0: That's good. That's good. Okay, guys, like always, we like to get you some quality tips. We'd like to bring a little education to you, right? So we have three tips specifically we want to give you today concerning this particular topic of you know having the courage to start over or having the courage to start something new, so tip number one:
1: examine the pros and cons, the advantages and the disadvantages. Ask yourself the question: "What if I don't do it
0: That is good like examining you know when you're getting ready to launch out into something new something new it's wise to examine what the pros are, examine what the cons are, examine the advantages and disadvantages. But I always ask that question, what if I don't do it? You know, when, when I think about our life, huh. man, if we hadn't made some of the moves that we made, so many people that we uh, not only impacted, but impacted us, yeah, we, those things wouldn't have happened wouldn't have because happened. We, we weren't willing to, to, to do it. And I'm glad that we did. Thank you. Lord. I, even through some of the most difficult times, I'm still glad That we didn't. And so I agree. (laughs) You got to ask those questions. Like what, what if I don't do it? Like, you know, what am I missing out? What what, what am I not walking into that God has for me if I don't do it?
1: Right. Because you know what? In asking yourself that question, what if I don't do it? Sometimes that the weight of that is so great that it outweighs your fear of doing it. Mm,
0: That's good. That's good.
1: You know, that's good. What if I don't do it? Well, if you don't, Mm -hmm. (laughs) then X, Y, and Z, right. You know, and those things are non-negotiables right? for you, right. You know, so it's a good idea. Yeah. I love that. Ask that question.
0: Great question. Okay. Tip number two.
1: Talk to a, to talk to a wise couple. Uh,
0: No, no, no. This one is... Oh,
1: no. It says, talk to a couple wise, trustworthy, and unbiased people about your plans to start over. I'm going to say it again. Okay. Talk to a couple wise, trustworthy, and unbiased people about your plans to start over.
0: You know, this is a big deal because, uh, you know, the Bible speaks of... Uh, the the wisdom and having a multitude of counselors. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you have to tell everybody everything. That's uh-huh. not what I'm saying at all. But when you're getting ready to start over or start something new, it's important to talk to wise people. Uh, uh-huh. It's important to talk to trustworthy people, uh-huh. uh, but it's also important to talk to unbiased people. Uh-huh. And that's critical because sometimes people who are trustworthy and wise, they don't want you to do it because it may, impact them emotionally you know it may affect them and I know that we have some wonderful people in our lives that you know that we told when we were getting ready to move uh Mm -hmm. to Minnesota that we told that we were getting ready to move to North Carolina Mm -hmm. and at different times we got different you know responses uh but one of my favorite things and I'm I'm not sure I'm, I'm pretty sure you agree with this this is this is one of our favorite things tell me tell me if you have something to add to this I loved it when people who We're not going to be directly affected Mm -hmm. by what we were doing, expressed agreement that we were doing something that was of God, that was good. Yeah. That really touched my heart because they weren't, you know, they they were going to be affected because they loved us, you know, and things like that, but it wasn't going to directly affect them. So they were able to give an honest opinion about what they felt when we expressed what we were about to do. It wasn't going to be connected to our friendship. It was going to be connected to the the statement about what was being done in the first place. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree. That, that felt good. Honestly, my favorite thing was when there were people who could potentially be biased. Oh, <laughs> because yeah. Because they love us so much and because they would be directly impacted. Uh-huh. When they, um, because they were, trustworthy and they were people who were full of wisdom That's good. and yeah. full of the love of God yeah. um, and full of the Holy Spirit, then they when they heard it, then they were able to give good insight yeah. on what we were talking about and to really exclude their feelings, you know, and say, well, I love you. I'm gonna hate to see you go but this is how God uses you. We've seen it time and time again. God bless you. God bless the people that you're going to impact. We're going to miss you greatly. You know what I'm saying? You got to have those kind of people in your life. Mm -hmm. You have to have those kind of people. That
0: encouragement was, it was vital. It was important.
1: It meant so much. It
0: really did. Like there were some people who were like, we're so excited for you. We're sad, but we're so excited. And that really was, uh, that really, that gave us more fuel. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. That
0: gave us more fuel, you know? So you gotta have, uh, you gotta have some, some wise people, some trustworthy people in your life. uh, And definitely people who, um, you know, that you can uh, connect with that's going to be truthful and honest and, yes. and not necessarily uh, base everything off of their feelings. That's right. Uh, and so that that that's a beautiful thing. And then number three, uh, point number three of our tips is what?
1: Have faith in God and believe that it's going to work. Hebrews 11 and 1 says, Faith is a confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see.
0: My, my, my. And we talk this whole podcast episode. We talked about that. How it's like you're not going to be able to see it. You, there's got to be this confidence and assurance in 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 what what you uh, believe you were called to do, yeah. or that you what you're supposed to do.
1: Yeah, what you're hoping for. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mark nine and twenty three says, "All things are possible to those who believe."
0: This is one of my favorite scripture because the thing is. We have to have faith in God, right? right. We have to have faith in God, but we also have to have faith that God is going to do it for us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: really important. Like a lot of times we believe that it's that, that God can do it, Uh but sometimes we struggle to believe that God is going to do it for us or that it's possible for us. And you, so you, you really need to believe that it's possible, but you also have to believe that it's possible for you
1: Yeah. because that's
0: sometimes people's biggest battle. They see other people and it's like, oh, maybe it's possible for them, but I don't know about for me. You've got to believe it's possible, but you also have to believe that it's possible for you.
1: That's right. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible for you. It is possible. You know what?
0: I want to take a moment to, um, you know, just say a prayer. Uh, for our podcast listeners, and specifically for those who are in a place where they need the the courage to start over or the courage to start something new. Let's pray.
1: Father God, we thank you so much for blessing us to have this time together in your presence. We thank you, Lord, for speaking to us today. We thank you for opening our hearts and our minds to hear you As you are nudging our hearts, oh Father, there are many people, oh Father, who are listening to this podcast who feel a nudge, who feel a call to step out and to start something anew, to begin something that you've been stirring up in their hearts for many years or to take off of the shelf what you've assigned them to many years ago. Father God, I thank Thank you, Lord, for just allowing us to just talk about this subject, oh Lord, because that that you've called us to, you'll see us through, oh God. We thank you, Father, for allowing us to bear fruit that will bless the lives of other people. Thank you for teaching us that what you've placed on the inside of us is not just for us. But our call and our purpose, oh Father, is to bless the lives of other people. We ought to love you and to love other people, oh God. So we thank you for giving us the opportunity to dig deep within ourselves, Father, and to to reach in and to grab that which you've placed on the inside of us and to live, to live without fear or reservation or hesitation, but to be bold and to step out in faith and try something new, to do something new, to do whatever it is that you're calling us to, even if It's something new. We love you, O Father, and we give you glory and honor and praise in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, before we close the show, I want to remind everybody, if you like uh, a particular subject or uh, something that you have a question about, if you want to submit those questions to us and uh, maybe we'll talk about it on the podcast, so we want you to do it. If you'd like to do that, uh, you can send us a direct message on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at we are the coffee. So send us a DM uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, and uh, just do it at, at we are the coffees. Or you can send us an email uh, at we are the coffees at gmail.com. Again, that's we are the coffees at gmail.com. Now, listen, this has been a good show.
1: Yeah. This has
0: been a great show. I hope uh, you all get a chance to just. Uh, even even the earlier shows were great. They were really good. I, I, I mean, people should this. just go back and just binge listen. Yeah. And just listen to <laughs> all the shows in a row, you know, because uh, this this has been really good. As a matter of fact, whenever we do these shows, I'm encouraged. Me like, too. Like, I leave and as we're getting ready to, to close out, I'm excited and stirred up yeah. about what's next, you know? But before we get out of here, as always, we want you to do something for us. Two things specifically. We want you to subscribe uh, to this podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts at, and give us a great review. Go ahead and subscribe. Give us a great review. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts at. Subscribe and give us a great review. And then number two,
1: visit WeAreTheCoffees.com. That's WeAreTheCoffees.com. You got to visit
0: you gotta visit you're gonna get some great resources and we really like to encourage you inspire educate and empower you in the areas of faith family fitness and finance so you gotta visit wearethecoffees.com God bless you we're out until next time until next week
1: see ya